and he's back. Um, you understand the nature of what a marriage with me would be like. believe I do or I would not have come to you. You do not I imagine that in your conversations with Duchess Mercy she told you that we are a cursed house. did it was unclear if it was who cursed you and if it was purposefully bent that way to make the impression so you are a very clever man who hides himself in plain sight The Estin people have taken the weight of many frailties upon them to have the power and wisdom that they touch. True. It is the same for the Zaroff blood that runs through my veins. We have chosen to take darker paths and in this choice there are frailties that are placed upon us and you would gain a connection to those frailties when you took our name i don't Reason want it to go ahead i don't want that to be a vagary before you contemplate the finality of that choice. All the reason then to combine the strengths that we have to stand strong against those that might exploit such frailties. One of my great-grandmothers was a full-blooded Estin. And I've always respected the legends and times of those people. I feel you should have the opportunity to ask anything you need to ask before we go any further, now that we are being so open. I would like to declare that I I will be no one's second choice, but I will be open for reconsideration. I feel that I bring a wealth of resources to any match, but in particular to those that you seem to be seeking. 
I have not made two matches. I made one proposal, and as you're saying, I am rebuked. Merely stated something that I heard. I will allow you to make that final decision. And how it should you'd... be interpreted. I don't think you'd be here saying as you do without knowing. You you would be a poor match if you came here with uh, all your ducks in a row. So. Opportunity to be a bridge from the old to the new with a peaceable way forward with the Telmark people. Is that something that you would want? Or is that something that you would exploit? I do not have any aggressions towards the Talmart people. Cookie? It's my cookie. I... I have a debt to pay to the Talmart people. But it is a debt that does not preclude my own political growth. These frailties you speak of, are they something that it would concern children? Possibly. It is. Can you please elucidate? You know the Estin testing ritual where their their future is laid out on on the day of choice. Yes. Some. Estin find that they have the magics of the old and others find their unique talents in other ways. Others find that their fortunes do not continue and do not pass their tests. Such is the same of the Zarzovich's I would say 30% of Zarzovich children do not survive to maturity. But it is not that our line has been stopped. It is just the price we pay for what we have. It ensures that the strongest and those with the most focus are allowed to pass forward. I would never wish to disrespect those who have been taken away in that fashion. I take it more as a sacrifice for the greater family. Taken away? 
they are they are taken by the darkness. Quite the unique frailty. A few have been taken later in age. Um, seers and prophets seem to believe that the destiny of every Zarazovich is patterned at their birth, and some survive for five years, others could survive 30. Some die of natural causes, others are taken by the darkness. Um, it has happened to people who even marry in the line. But such has probably happened to non-blood Zarazoviches twice in a hundred years. Are serious considerations to have, but I still feel that the union is a worthy one. The if I did not think it was, we would probably not continue the conversation. I can appreciate that. I'm simply confirming that in that I feel that the prosperity that we can bring through such a union uh, is worth the risk. I do have a question, and I think I know its answer, but I would rather you answer truthfully than in the ambiguity. Of course. You have lived a life half of the trees and half of the ships. The nature of that has shown and chosen to you that the choosing of a side you need to have a premacy, even if you have other support. You currently are supporting Connor's goals and the Silveridge generation as it is, and you are not living with the Eston Knights that prepare aggression against the Belkine every day. Every person who is in the Zarazovich camp takes House Zarazovich and what we are attempting to do as its premacy, even though we may have other loyalties under that. If you had the name Zarazovich, you would need to take it as your premacy, but we would respect the loyalties you have underneath that. Do you think you can do that?
I can. I feel that you are respectful of those who join you and do not diminish them or reduce them in any way. Um, I feel that the direction that you point yourself is one in which I was already looking towards myself and feel that I can benefit as well as support and help and it'd be beneficial for all of us all around. I won't forget where I came from, but that doesn't mean that's where I lay my head at night. Absolutely. Um, all my questions then are answered. Um, I merely beseech you wait for me to be free. And if Olivia Peristone shockingly in three days says that she has picked me as her choice, I will deny it at three days and say that I um, misspoke after further reflection. Forward to three days' time, then, for your answer. Out of character, that is tomorrow. Right. That's why I said I came a day early, but I had yeah. hoped that maybe she had said something. So that third day, I guess, is maybe a more accurate way of saying that. Um, and you know, if we're not at a funeral, <laughs> right. and uh, and uh, Sarah and uh, Daphne are very much like. <laughs> They keep talking to Dustin. This obviously must be something really we're not supposed to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Siobhan is going to do the oh, look over here. Like, just go back to your girl's play. Um, but I charm both of them. Yes. I will also give you something since you mm -hmm. are right on them. Mm -hmm. Sarah does speak a little less than but not she understands enough to maybe get an eighth of the conversation but she can't speak it mm -hmm. so sovereign feels that she doesn't know it mm -hmm. but you're like every once in a while they say a word and she's like uh, oh okay <laughs> girl's smarter than smarter. she lives on I would like to make a charm on them. I thought I there's my I had I thought I had something on. Oh yeah, that's right. All the things I wrote down. No, uh, you have Sarah at uh, friendly, and you had you got Daphne to friendly at the event at the tea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I want to give the bestie vibe, like. So I'll do a charm to three in-laws um, after all. Right. Up to affectionate. Okay, and you're doing that first for Sarah or Daphne, just so we know first, the role first, that you're doing. First for Sarah. Okay, roll it. Yeah, you get it to all the way up to affection. With an 18, that's gonna keep pushing over time. 
Okay. And then um, second one for Daphne. Um, the conversation gradually goes to who do you think that we should have uh, Sarah marry? Well, because how old is Sarah again? Sarah is 17. She's about my age and she feels so much younger. Um, yep. Well, who do you have your eyes set on? Like, what, what is of interest to you? Um, I, I've met Sergei Volgrit, and he, he's a very dashing man. Um, but I don't, I don't know if their home would be comfortable for me. I'm, I've been very used to the 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 Polanski domains and going to encampments instead of castles feels like a very different story. Very different indeed. So you're um, looking for someone who's a bit more settled and um, perhaps uh, has lands and territories all their own. Yes. Um, Sir Peter Upperton has looked fondly at me, but he does not seem that he is brave enough to ask to spend time with me. Well, why do I remember? I'm going to make a memory roll and see what I remember about Sir Peter Upperton. Yeah. He's kind of a, he's kind of a player, and mm. I think he understands that Sarah. You have to be a good guy to be mm. around Sarah. Yeah, but like Sarah doesn't see that yet. Wow. <laughs> um, um, I would caution you, my lady, that I see Peter Upperton um, smiling at many a young lady. And while I would never besperch a knight of House Epperton, um, I would say that um, he smiles at you because he smiles at all ladies who he finds are lovely and sweet and and all good things. It's it's his the charming way about him. Oh, oh, okay. Um. And Daphne's like, I I don't trust men who smile too much. <laughs> I'm like, you and Leon are going to get on like a house on fire. <laughs> Perhaps it's well you should you didn't, uh, Lady Daphne, because men who smile too much can often be hiding things behind that smile necessarily the worst things on earth but they usually want you to think them sweet and kind and charming I find that the actual sweet and kind and charming men are the ones who can who know when to smile and, and but almost often keep it reserved for the special moment 
my brother feels that I should have a private lunch with um, Talison Thaloran. But... Um... <laughs> Great idea. Would you I... be interested in having a private lunch with Talison? I don't know what we would talk about. Well, you wouldn't know until you had a private lunch and had a conversation with him. Because this is Sarah, so she's very like, oh. I mean, the whole point of conversation is to get to know someone and to um, find out what you have in common or if you have anything in common. Sometimes you don't have anything in common, and then you have to figure out ways to be to keep conversation flowing, at least so you can move yourself out of said conversation gracefully. Wouldn't you agree, Lady Daphne? Absolutely. Um, as you've also broken your kind of thing, um, there is a man that came to me who my brother didn't find out about. She like kind of looks like he's a deep in attention. Really, my lady. Um I uh he he asked for when Polanski guards were uh taking me to my my training with the the tested that if I could meet with him, um, it's the head of the Belkine. He's he's just a little older than me, and and I don't know. He um, he seems to want to mend some conflicts. The head of the like, oh, go on, please. The head of the Belkine, my lady. Duke Zachariah Belkine. Remember, he's he's only like 18 mm -hmm. I just wanted clarification. Yeah. And Daphne's like, what do you mean mend this mm. the, the break? And she's like, Well, he told me that he understands. That I'm a Pell, and he feels that it's the abolishment of the Pells of the country may have been a mistake. I'm going to need to bluff that. Do I be? Is 13 good enough to be like you don't you beat Sarah, you don't beat Daphne. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And I guess no one else talks to me about those types of things. And it it was unusually nice that he Talk to me more about what my belief and my faith was instead of who's your aunt and 
who's your uncle and your the second cousin to Covengard and the third cousin to the Emperor. I'm sure yeah. that it was it is nice to be seen for oneself. Certainly. <laughs> and then they just finished their conversation. So uh Sarah shuts the fuck up and goes back to Oh tea. Um and uh Sovereign is like, I'm sorry that we uh had a private conversation in the middle of a crowded room. Um but me and Laya had some things to talk about, and um, uh, of course you're more than willing to stay. I, I do have to prepare for my, my two o'clock. Of course. Well, thank you for hosting us, uh, my lord's up. I'll stay, and I'd actually like to charm Daphne and Sarah as well. Okay. Um, I will also do Sarah first. Okay. Did you? I think you only had them at amenable. Okay. I know that. Uh, actually, no. You have Daphne. I know at friendly because you got her friendly at the tea when you sat next to her. She gave you her choices to get married yep. to. But I don't think you got that with Sarah. I don't believe uh, so, I did. So I will start with her with amiable, and okay. if if there's no, um. What is the word I'm looking for? If we're invited to stay, then we'll stay, and I will try to be as Siobhan-like as I can be, which is very polite okay. and charming, and I'm working on it. Good job, you. Yes, uh, you actually um, get her up to friendly, so okay. uh, you definitely have her up to friendly. Um and you want to now do Daphne, and this is your friendly to affectionate. Mm hmm. Hold on, is uh, to friendly. Yep, got the same role. Okay. Um, so you have heard affectionate now. Um, and uh, you have uh, Sarah at uh, Friendly. While uh, Sovereign is like kind of getting the other room and he's like getting his stuff prepared, uh, she does tell you about uh, how Zachariah Belkind has actually come and attempted to woo her kind of in secret okay. away from Sovereign. Okay. And the last time I was here with Sovereign, I actually got him up to amiable too, but I'm not going to try to pass yeah. my luck with that yet. But yeah, oh, maybe not. Um, I wow, I would warn her very gently against Belkind. Um, while they may be looking for rectification and unification. I know that there are some very strong personalities that 
override the more generous souls that come forward, and I would just be careful of not putting yourself in a binding situation that you would be forced to regret later. Also, was he not also speaking to Teresa Wycliffe? Yeah, but you don't know what it was about. Yeah. But I would say that. I'd be like, oh, but and was he not? So just I would I would hesitate. I would I would uh just give you caution, my lady. I can appreciate it is good to be seen for who you are as an individual, but sometimes louder voices in the room will shout down good intentions. Um if, if, I think in her go on. I think to put it this way, Zachariah, much like yourself, is 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 young, and there are people who are older than he is that who, being older, feel they may be wiser, and that he should listen to their voices over his own. In this almost like kitten meow kind of roar kind of thing, she's like. Sovereign has all these things about how he wants to change something. If I could do something and make the Pels not a heresy anymore, I feel I could do something in this world. And then she kind of like, everyone's telling me it's a bad idea. Caution and... Yeah, caution and hesitation are two separate things. I, I say speak with caution, but perhaps speak it over with your advisors um, and see what, if anything, could be done as such a thing. Wow. I, I understand, Lady Sarah, the, how much it's nice to have someone see you and for you to be seen. I, I very much do. And if young Zachariah definitely wants to see you for who you are and accept you for who you are, then bless you both. I think it would go a long way to mending old fences. But I fear Zachariah may not be who I'm, I'm as worried about. And that would be my concern as well. Zachariah's intentions may be of his own volition and very honest in intent, but he is a young sovereign with small s with many voices in his ear uh, counseling him. But I like how immediately uh, Siobhan and Lyre are like, do you want that? We'll get that for you. We're, we got you, girl. <laughs> Like, we hate the bell kind, but you want to be bell kind, okay. You know what? You know, we'll get you, Zachariah. We may have to march on bell kind, but we'll we'll get you, Zachariah. You can have your boy. Uh, you know, when it turns bad, we'll rescue you by liberating it. Exactly. We'll spend our whole fortune that we don't have anymore. We're half yeah. planning that anyway, so... Like, it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. Sovereign and I are going to burn the world, and then the, from the ashes, we can build whatever we want. 
Yeah. So, um, Sovereign uh, is all dressed up in his bit, just like you guys were in fancy dress. This is his kind of fancy dress. Um, and he's like, uh, I, uh, I don't uh, mean to be rude, but um, without their guardian, I'm. It's inappropriate for me to have people of other houses here. Of course. Well, it was lovely to chat with you ladies and to see you again, Lord Sovereign. As you as well. I um, I have a meeting with General Sherman. I wish you the best then. I hope your meeting goes well. And, and then... As you guys are walking out, because he's walking out with you, like, absolutely, like, two steps behind him, his guards are already on it. Like, he does not mm-hmm. get to walk anywhere without without his boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of boys in this game. Yep. The Z. patriarchy. Two Z's. Two boys. Z's. Boys. Boys. Okay. So, uh, as they're leaving the Durand area and they're going back to the castle, you guys see each other in the hallways of uh, Mistwick. And they just finished preparing their duel, and you've just finished coming back from the Polanskis. So everyone's still standing with all their body parts. I'm assuming the, that things went well. Um, sure. Uh, the duel is for tomorrow midday. Unfortunately, well, let's retire to our. Um, okay then. Do a notice roll before we go in the room to see if anyone has been in there and or if anyone is currently in there. Okay. Well, oh, there it is. Like, why can I not find notice? It looks no different than when the cleaning staff come. Okay. I'm really big on 14s all of a sudden. Would Casimir know? The if Pavel, his squire, like mm-hmm. what the proper common where a squire oh. is supposed to live or sleep in re, in relations to his knight. Um, you can. It depends on your finances. Like if you were like a traveling knight and like you were like doing everything on your own, like he would stay by you. But because you have a liege. He might sit in the encampment of your people, but it okay. wouldn't be inappropriate. Like if you got a room, like if let's say you weren't at Mistwick and you were in Silveridge, right. you probably right. would get him like a room somewhere yeah. next to the castle for him to be there. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. No uh, yeah. So um, the um, through Tanya Bennett, uh, a. Uh, uh, Lady Emily Cazino, uh was appoint has been appointed by Timote as his um, champion. Uh, she um, seems a formidable warrior, and will no doubt uh, prove an a um, challenging match for me tomorrow. For you or your second. Oh, I'm fighting. 
Okay. Is this a good idea, Kaden? Caden, yeah, we we skipped right over Carrick and Casimir and went to Caden. Well, I'm asking Caden's opinion because I'm like, I got Casimir's point. What's Caden's? Are you there, Damon? Oh, 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 I actually muted myself. Sorry. I said, well, it's a fair fight, so you know, no, but. <laughs> It's not like he's at a disadvantage. <laughs> I, I, I would <laughs> like to remind you, although I'm a stranger to you, that I have quite a bit of experience in battle. Um, That's fine, but I don't necessarily so, uh, know about I, I, the I think other you missed person. the point. I, I, I didn't say it was a bad idea because... You were unskilled. I said it was a fair fight. The joke was, since it's a fair fight, Caden thinks it's a bad idea. Right. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Perspective, but I don't know who this other person was. That is the person I'm <laughs> most questioning. I understand, cousin, your skills in battle are formidable if you've lived this long through that many crusades. Strategery. Yes. Well, uh, there's little to be done about it. Um, I I would uh, I'll extend a invitation to to attend tomorrow. You are all attend. Um, other than that, I plan on having healthy uh, dinner and breakfast beforehand. Maybe we should check to make sure. Is there anything in the the the? Yeah, the... to see about that, and it looked like it wasn't there. I can look again <laughs> if you want. Maybe just check. I'm gonna check the secret cubby hole of doom. Okay, if I may. You do. Okay. Um. It is, uh, it is empty. Um, you're a little unnerved that you still see the patch of dust that was moved when he went through the, 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 the stone. Is the sword still in there? Yep, sword's still in there. Okay. okay. Huh. I'll come back and be like, it doesn't look like anyone's been there. I hope your uh, own courting missions were less the were more cordial than my own. Well, it seems like the lady Sarah is being courted by the head of Belk, the young lord of Belkine. So that because... proves to be that's going to prove to be interesting. That seems so that's a, a thing. Um, so that's a thing. The Belkind are a. Uh, Formidable uh, warriors. Perhaps that would be of use for um, your uh, future husband. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. Belkine is problematic in that they're obviously very orthodox in their choices. And their perspective. And anyone who has any theological differences of opinion to fall down on perhaps the other side of a theological spectrum, they're not so fond of. His comment to the Lady Zarazo, which is very interesting, and why I'm I'm hesitant on her behalf, because while young Zachariah could be in earnest, I also worry about the example that others may be trying to make about pulling the Pels in line. The Pels? The, uh... No, I, I oh. they're a, a murderous cult. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I give Lila a pointed look. A, 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 am I wrong? They they worship. They believe that was a god of death. Would say they worship and they murder those that don't belong to the true faith, correct? That is a very uh, one interpretation, militant interpretation as a perspective, yes. But one could argue that that's what the bell kind do as well. It seems needlessly dangerous and provocative to align uh, oneself with heretic. I hate to tell you this, Casimir, but you're more or less related to a whole family full of almost almost heretics. I mean, you're not necessarily heretics, but we're also absolutely not true faithful. I go so, to the service bell ringer services when you know high holidays and you know whenever it's important. When people are looking, doesn't the saffron Reve- rebellion show the dangers of such uh, beliefs? A fanaticism? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It shows that fanaticism on any level is really, really bad. What about our ally? No, the armor. Because when you're fanatical about that, um, Lila comes from, who we are also trying to make an alliance with. Yeah, Lila's half Talmer. My understanding was that they converted. No, they were given special disposition, so they didn't have to. Uh, they definitely had to. Okay. Would you like to do like some kind of history roll? Because you've said yeah. this multiple times, and it's absolutely wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, that's what I thought was. Yeah. It's like, just, like, as long as they pretend like they are, no one's going to look into it. Yeah, it, it's not a disposition. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I'm happy for you to roll something of, like, roll a knowledge on how you understand the, the aspect win. 
Well, it's but... only 2D, so that makes perfect sense why I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got an 11, though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Rocked it hard. Cool. You were like, perfect. I think I heard Carrick me a prattle on about this once. <laughs> which was like how the we obviously had the guy worship the old gods ride with us with the bell kind, and that's why we're keeping him apart. You know, he had their mm -hmm. tattoos on him. Right. So theoretically, the House Talmart had to submit to Ethan Sedai. And the bell ringer cause in exchange to survive. Yeah, at that point, House Telmart was like a house, not not a noble kingdom in of its own right necessarily. It was one of a triumvirate. So when Esten use their old magics and their old stuff, it ain't kosher. <laughs> yeah, dark magics, so, dark magics. Yeah. Dark magics, you know. <laughs> I I think Casimir needs to like get a T-shirt that says "I don't tolerate dark magic." But yes, it's also yes. like also understood that it's happening, but nobody is calling it out yet either. As long as it's not overt, Casimir well, doesn't well, understand that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just sort of. Well, okay. I'm I'm gonna yeah. expand on that. It's why the nation feels it's okay they took Celine. Yes. But I mean, like you could you could argue that their ability to see in the dark was a form of dark magic, and yet I'm not being strung up at by my toes. So they feel that's yeah. a biological. They do. Okay, but like because half Estin people or absolutely perfect bell ringer converts still can see in the dark. But going through stone, uh, the shadow magics, you guys doing your water night shit. That's not kosher at all. Look. <laughs> do we know what that look was? Look, I'm going to be hooking up with those guys pretty soon, so you guys are going to get on the train. Like, That's what that look yeah. was. Lauren, hook up with that. That would be great, Sarah. Although it's Raleigh that's the... Well, no, they're the knights. Lauren is the water. Or, yeah. <laughs> look. Dark magic is all in the eye of the beholder. And my eyes behold the darkness. Ergo, it's all good. Um, I, I hope you feel so open about it when you are cursed by magics that are no doubt light and wonderful. hope that you appreciate the oppression that the Belkine brings forth in its dogma. I do not understand. That's um, because you've been away fighting in crusades and not here to see the oppression. Well, the, the people, yes, I, I've been living with people who are believers like the, most believers in this country um do you th how well do you think that they would take it knowing uh their lords dabble with such devilry well seeing how there's an entire nationwide rebellion you already know how the people feel about it <laughs> 
there, those are just a few misled by people with dark magics. No, that there is a man who is manipulating all of them, basically because he couldn't get his own way. Simon Krieg is a man who has ties to noble stock. He's manipulating everyone by using dark magics. Basically because he knows that people who are raised among the bell kind are superstitious enough to buy into that. Look, I'm using the magics of some other foreign land to make you believe you have powers and stand against the, the, the nobles who oppress you. What are all these roles for? Don't want to uh, know. No one knows. I, yeah. I noticed everyone. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Carrick and Laya are hearing a conversation um, in Connor's room. Okay. Yeah. It's a man's voice that is um, a bit deeper than anyone's voice you normally hear. Um, is it a I, voice I, we're familiar with? I'll accept a memory. That's. I'm like, is it Sherman? It is not Sherman. Okay. What does memory fall under? Memory, cunning. I believe, uh, cunning. falls under cunning. So should I just roll cunning? Yeah. Oh, so by yeah. the way, uh, Maya, when you play her, she actually has aedic memory. So you you get you add all of her memory actually adds full dice, not bonus. Yeah. So um, you broke the six. Um, the voice reminds you of Deerholt. Uncle Ori? Oh. Uh, no yeah. one broke a 12, though. No. <laughs> Do they sound like they're fighting? Do they sound like, can we hear the oh, actual yeah, words that they're saying? No. You, to actually hear the words through the wall is a crazy roll of a 16. It's a, it's a, it's a two-foot-wide stone wall. I can so, see in the dark. I can't hear through stone. Right. But I, I, I'm going to give you all a very big noteworthy thing. He wasn't stopped and you didn't hear the conversation of the guards. Was it Uncle Ira? Or whatever we called him? Ori. But remember, you guys have free reign to just walk in there. You guys could just walk in since you hear him talking to someone. You guys the guards. Um, I want to give a knock and come in. Okay. Uh, who's there is Cormac. Mm -hmm. That's Ori's son who yes. is, oh. uh, yeah, who has the other. Who's the magic axe? What? Yeah, the magic axe and, uh, yeah is technically could be the usurper heir, but doesn't want it because his father would have to yeah, yeah, come yeah. out to the light. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're all on the same yeah. page. Yep. And uh, Connor is uh, talking to him and says, oh, and Cormac yep. all bows before all of you. Um, it is uh, good to see those who I've met before. And uh, he takes uh, uh, Carrick's hand. Shakes Carrick's hand. 
I know the rainbows yet, or the rainbow knights, or whatever they're called. I forget what the per because I, I wrote him a letter of recommendation to House Rolaria. Right. And presumably that is uh, him joining the uh, uh, the House of the Shadow. Okay. It's good um, to see you again, cousin. It is good to see all of you again. Um, and I hope even like interrupting at, any. Sorry, oh no, not at all. He looks at Casimir and he's like, cousin, because he can see the silverage in you. Well, sir, Casimir, sir, Captain Casimir, uh, pleasure to meet you. I am Cormac Silveridge. Um, I uh, belong to the noble line of Silveridge that um, destiny has set aside. I see. Casimir uh, says, not unseeing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I see a... like a leaky boat on the water. Yes. He's <laughs> one of the many, many silver. He's like. Interrupting, is there something that we could help you with? Um, I was merely here to tell your uncle. Um, and uh, my nephew that I have taken um, oaths in another domain and I wished to thank him for all the support and continuing support he gives my father. Which domain do you go to? Carrick, not his 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 nephew, but yes. I can see your face being very confused. Yeah. Because <laughs> Connor is his nephew. Is it? I get Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought you were talking about Carrick. Sorry. Yes. No, Connor okay. is actually Cormac's nephew because he no, is that... Yeah. Because yeah. he is Connor's uncle is his father right he's not his nephew because ori would be ori is connor's uncle cormac is his first cousin is his first cousin oh okay yes okay it's a half dozen of the other because of the like he could still say nephew with because he's uh, just using his father's vernacular right and also he's he the fact that his dad had him so old is like brings him a weird time in the generation between all of you. Right, he's our age, but he's from a generation above, kind of like he's got the super boomer. Pain. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I know mean, why my Missouri came out when I said cousin, but it sure cousin. did. Like, whoa, whoa! Uh, there, there's my. No, well, no, I'm from Missouri, and uh, my mom's stepmom went to high school with. Her. <laughs> wow. So. It's in Missouri, we're all cousins. Right. I would be shocked if I was cousins with you, Damon, honestly, at this point. I also, I want to just, just for Kenny's sake, because he wasn't at any of the games where you guys met these people, I just want to give yeah. it a quick, quick family tree picture, just so we can understand okay. what the fuck's going on. Um, and let me post that. Yeah. One of these fucking buttons is Discord. Here. <laughs> Speaking of heresies, one of okay. my friends posted, 
Holy infant so tender and mild implies the existence of a cursed infant that is chewy and spicy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when you right. click on the family tree thing, the yes. dead... So this kind of the center is you see Malcolm Sivridge, who's Connor's father. Okay. okay. Con Malcolm had an older brother who was a seer and a prophet and a magic user. And basically the magic told him if you stay as Duke of Silveridge, you will die an early death. Oh. So he hid away his noble heritage and he married a Esten named Shoshana, Sil Shoshana Silveridge. They had a child, Cormac. Cormac theoretically is the same generation of Connor, but Cormac is way younger than Connor. Gotcha. Uh, almost 20 years. So that is where uh, Cormac comes from. Gotcha. Um, and so you asked, uh, the last question I believe was, what uh, uh, kingdom or house have you given allegiance to? Yes. Um, I have been accepted as a knight of House Relea, and I have just come back from my knighting ceremony. Well, good for you, cousin. I'm so pleased so to hear that you are knighted and have achieved what you set out to do. I... To be frank, as I am among family, I fear that the many other knights that were enlisted in House Relea this week. I don't know how many will survive this war as I am trained in battle in ways that they are not. And I fear that they are advancing people before their skill so they could be knighted soldiers during this crusade. Casimir shakes his head. I, I, I've seen such things. In the uh, um, in the Crusades, when uh, people think that the title of knight alone uh, will save them. Yes, um, this is. I've never before desired the titles of nobility and rank, even though it resides in my blood. But. After experiencing what the Saffrons did to Deerholt, I felt I had to do my utmost. So and share have... the wealth and your training with your peers. I will, but I also wanted to make sure that I thanked Connor for your particular bravery, Caden and your cadre. If you had not liberated Deerholt, I don't believe my vision would have gone beyond its borders. We wish you well, cousin. And always you will be in my thoughts. Whose house were Leia under? Uh, they are a Talmart house. Okay. I was trying to find him here on the big map where all the houses are gathered in the area, so I couldn't find him anywhere. <laughs> they're on the bottom. Yeah, yeah they're the on bottom. the very bottom. They're the three oh, stars. Wait, that's the okay, yeah. Like, almost yeah. Them. <laughs> in here, I'll just uh, paste okay. the, uh, the wiki link. 
Boop. Uh, I, I was Google trying to. I was trying. I was like R O R. Really or really are. Yeah. Their old name was easier. Oquil. Oquil was easy. O Q I L. Yes. But then they lost their old. Thing. They're very Telmer. Um, but well, we'll keep that in mind because I believe that uh, Elmer will be put under Connor's generalship. I have been told as much. Um, I also bring word from Silver Ridge. Um, from oh, sorry, from Windbreak. A messenger stopped by Deerholt on the way here, and I was able to persuade them that the message would be safer with me on the road than a entourage of messengers. Ah. Um, but it is sealed for Lord Connor, um, and he takes it out of his bag and he hands it directly to Connor. Um, Connor hands it to Rory to kind of crack the seal because it's his secretary. Um, and Rory's face goes pale. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Um, Ori, uh, sorry, uh, Cormac, uh, I believe that you should, uh, you should go to your people. This is, uh, a matter that is not going to be solved tonight. And he bows before Rory and he gives everyone a, a direct look as he he leaves understanding that this is Silverage business that he is not necessarily part of. Um, I have... This is the, a letter from Windbreak, but not from... Are and Connor, I mean, sorry, Rory is like having trouble talking. It is not from Sanog. Where's your friend then? It is from Hans Reinhardt. saying that a group of mercenaries tried to take Windbreak under the command of Sinog, and they were captured with minimal losses and are currently held in a jail inside Windbreak. They will be held safely for our return after the war. And so oh, delicate threat. I don't know if he knows. What do you mean? Who is he? I don't know if Heinz Reinhardt knows that we sent Sinog to take the city. <laughs> 
Mm. The implication in the letter is Sanag came with a group of mercenaries to help support the city, and the mercenaries went. They broke control. Is it possible that this Reinhardt is trying to pull a fast one on you? Eric or Siobhan, would you like to tell him about Hans Reinhardt? Hans Reinhardt. Hans and, and I, and Cormac as well, correct? Yes. No. no. Who, who is the third? Uh, the third was a uh, another knight, uh, Peter McBravo. That was him. Hans, myself, and Peter McBravo are were all young people who grew up in Deerholtz uh, as children before um, there was an attack by local bandits. Well, who we thought were local bandits, and I know that Hans himself was captured at one point many years down the line he reappeared by his father's side and I didn't and the confusion of a child's mind trying to make fun and make sense of the traumas they experienced I didn't remember that he had been taken during the conflict but we came to find out that the people who attacked that night are a group of assassins who um who were taking children to potentially train them among their numbers and hans i believe is one of them so he's the traitor his motivations are unclear Sinag was sent back with a contingency of men to go and take windbreak but we've just received this letter rory says if he was trying to take windbreak he would have sent a letter saying sanag had succeeded i suppose that that shows he is at least doing his job and trying to be faithful to our uncle. Is it possible he's telling the truth that Synog, that the Synog betrayed you? Well, we ordered, Rory says, we ordered Synog to take the city when we found out that Reinhold was part of this death cult of assassins called the Kanya. Yeah, he had Sinog, left. Sinog wouldn't betray Uncle Connor. Rory's like, we we put Hans Reinhardt in charge of Windbreak when we left, thinking he was a childhood friend. And that he was loyal. His Hans is a cousin. His through various uh there are cousins all over the place, I know, but <laughs> He is a cousin to the mother's side. His mother, yeah, yeah. His mother, well, his mother, Hans's mother, is sister to 
your father and my father and and Lila's father. But she died. She was the first of the Silver Ages. And she died and Hans, I assumed, had escaped with his father to Montemir, but but he has that he he has that tattoo and i just assumed now i'm not sure it seems that marching there and taking control directly would be the best situation the only way to solve this If we marched away, every house would think that we're against the Empire and that we don't support the Crusade. That's why we sent Sanag to retake the city under the guise of mercenaries. And we didn't imagine that Silverage defenses would be so adept. Honestly, uh, we can't leave the field of battle right now. So you you are all right with um, leaving your city and someone else's unknown hands for however long this was? If we left now to regain it, we would lose it as the other houses would march on us after the saffron. Very well. I, I Forgive me. I'm not judging or questioning. I just want to, as the newcomer, I want to understand. Um, Rory, Rory says that I think you should send a, lady, a letter to Lady Silveridge and ask how the pregnancy is going. She is wise enough that if the city is held even discreetly, she will be able to respond in ways that we'll be able to tell. Hunter just nods. What about House Dearth? Because if word gets back to them that Sanag is being held, they won't take that very well. I will spread a rumor, this is Connor, that Sanag did an insulting thing to the Almern, and we sent him back when he was told he had to stay at Windbreak. He was put under house arrest until the crusade is over. I had already assured Eamon that that was not the case with Sanag because the Durfs have already been spinning that rumor among themselves independently. Then we say nothing and hope that by the end of the war we can... We're, we're less than a week until we march at war. 
they're not going to be getting new letters back. There. Where is Sir Gregory right now? Sir Gregory? Gregory went to get the money at the uh, um, the the Imperial Bank to pay off the mercenaries that you guys did for the rescuing of that girl. So we could contact him and let his mother back to the castle at time of war to support his mother, leader of the guard there. That wouldn't be suspicious. No, it would not be suspicious, but we may be get we may get back there before he does. Mm. Okay. The Imperial Bank is no is <sighs> north e- uh, west of where the war is going to be. I see. Um, they go around it. Right. So, just for the map answer, the Imperial Bank is at Dormhaven, while most people believe the war will be at Hedgehill. That's a solid like four days, five days closer to Silver to Windbreak. Yeah, it's nowhere near the river either. (laughs) Either one for that. So it's intense news, but it's either not a terrible thing that. Heinrich is actually supporting us regardless of his training and affiliation with a assassin's cult. Or he has taken the city and is convinced everyone there that he does it in our name. Because we did give it to him. Holding all around. Yes. Um, In more positive news, I have a duel uh, at midday tomorrow, Father, if you wish to come. I would. Um, Does the champion look like someone you will easily beat? No. I suspect Lady Emilio Casino put up a, uh, a, a great fight. Are you planning on killing her? Only if she does not yield. Are you planning on cheating? Casimir sort of pauses and says, I do not know well enough the the, the sorts of cheating that is done um, in duels to think to uh, employ such a method. Rory says, I at least would put a backup poison blade in your boot if it looks like they're going to kill you. All right. Like, Rory's like, I wouldn't use it if you look like you're winning. That's not your first draw. But if they get a sword in your chest, 
you pull that and you put it in their face. Yeah, yes. Uh, that that makes sense. Um, I bear no ill will. Uh, this uh, woman, she seems a decent soldier. Um, but if um, she kills me, I would like her um, by my hand uh, as well. That seems the most fair way to go. Rory pulls a uh, a whole knife she- knife sheath out of his boot. And he hands it to you, and he's like, when you're done with the duel, give it back. All right. Thank you, Uncle. I appreciate it. It's like, of course my dad has poison daggers in his boot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when diplomacy starts to go south, you whip out the poison, and that's how you get your way, because we are pirates at the end of the day. Yes, we are pirates. That, that was um, exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, because we're pirates. <laughs> or, so, yeah, uh, Eric and Casimir are like, honor and whatever. And the, the elder generation's like, well, here's your poison dagger. <laughs> Casimir like, doesn't care about it. Like, his war wasn't honorable. He just doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to cheat in a war. Um... On other positive news, uh, the Songer Party have asked uh, for the wedding of Carrick and their daughter to be in five days. Does anyone have any conflict or difficulty in that? Carrick might. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't there something about making a man out of you or something before then? This isn't Mulan. Your bride looks like Mulan, so. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Could we <laughs> invite <laughs> the Reinholds to the wedding? The good city? Um, well, we told him to go there to guard Windbreak from aggression. So we can't tell well, him this to is... Oh, no, just invite him. I mean, this is a great grand occasion. We even couldn't get him here in time. Yeah, it would be five days and it would leave the city undefended, which was ostensibly the reason we put him in charge. Even by the river, it's five days to get the message there, and then even if you took the river, it'd be five days back. Yeah. Okay. Just one. Um, Right. No, no, I understand. Um, I, uh, but... Carrick, uh, I've been asked to send a confirmation tonight if uh, you are supportive of this. This is the person you want to marry. Yes. Okay. Um, I have had meetings with her parents. Um, they are very supportive of the match. They are... They have asked... Um, that she uh, travel with you uh, after the war, but while the war is going, that she will stay at her family's estates, and then she will take the ships to Silveridge after the crusade is over. You can stay here until the war. They don't want to have her possibly being struck by 
uh, saffron in the back end of the battle. Okay. But you're getting married in a few days. It's going to be at least you'll have uh, your honeymoon in time before you go off to war. Once the war is over, she will meet you in, in Winterbeek. Um, anyone else that her... need to sign? What? I should get her a ring. You should. Um, it is less of an Almeren tradition, but it is definitely a tradition of the Silver Ages. Um, do you need ring any money? You need any money? Yes, please. So, uh, he kind of gives the nod to to Rory, and Rory goes, and uh, he's going to give you uh, four hundred silver. Okay. Um, is there anyone else I should be waiting for a signature from? Um, by the way, I do have uh, the proxy. Uh, letters from uh, uh, the nobles of House Henge. As he looks at Siobhan. Yeah. I would look to, my, to Rory and, and say, I have spoken to uh, Lord Sovereign Zarazovich. He's giving the Lady Olivia time to decline his invitation before he entertains mine. Would it be inappropriate if I meet him? Not after tomorrow. Okay. And as for any further word, um, I have spoken to Lord uh, to Duke Timothy, and matters are under consideration. He has he has people he wishes to speak to about the matter, and he wants assurances that this is not Uncle Connor making political making a political gambit. I assured him this was my choice and my choice alone. This is your political gambit. This is my political gambit. Thank you very much. <laughs> not Uncle Connor's. Of course. Um... I, of course, will do anything I can to support your wishes. I, I cannot guarantee he will take up my, um, he will take up my proposal, but I certainly hope he understands that I'm not there to serve as a conduit for Silver Ridge to simply overrun Whitestar. The fact that Whitestar does not have a spy network of their own, I imagine it is much more formality than he is actually digging up information. Um, I saw him at another meeting earlier today. Oh, did you? He, he did not speak to me directly, but not in a rude fashion. There was 12 of us. So. 
I can't imagine affairs such as potential marriages are necessarily going to come up in those sorts of meetings. Um, not that it matters to all of you, but there has been an agreement by Endalusius to convince White Star to seal the river. To seal the... The Northern River. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. What, what is the reason that Andalusius gives? He feels after the attack on the Saffrons, there will be mass exodus of Saffron people attempting to take the river to flee the country, and he does not want them leaving by the river. So, as soon as message to Northerton has already been sent. And after the information of the successful beat of the Saffron Society, the river will be um, opened in two months after. He doesn't want them trying to escape into the river's lands. Yes. Because the rivers can't fend them off? If they get to the rivers, they can get anywhere in the country. Right now, they're concentrated. It makes sense to prevent your enemy from having a good escape route. I'm not denying that. I'm much more interested in the fact that the rivers, are the rivers taking anything, any actions on their side to help seal off that river? We believe that um, a house, see, what's the house? Uh, Crowley has already put um, archers and ballistas on the sea and is going to stop travel going that direction. All they're right. At they're at Athraya, just south of Icehaven. <clears throat> but the idea of stopping trade in the north may cause more conflict and may even add to the Saffron's ranks before we get there, but I understand and the Lucius is looking at an end game, not the difficulty of us getting there. The damage that may cause to White Star in the meantime. Right. And he's not the one who has to fight there. No. Um, he did bring up a prophecy, though, that a a man will rise who is a a genius inventor that the stars have foretold a after the saffrons have been pressed down there will be a man who will be create a renaissance in the country through his technological advances Is this a tested prophecy or a? Uh... I imagine he is reading the stars as a representative of the bells. Right. We heard him, Carrick, tiny bit gunpowder. On the tower of what's wallet from. So, um, out of character, I think we are good for. Tonight, next game, we will yes. do the duel. 
Um, yeah. We will have uh, Laya finish her engagement. We will have Siobhan um, get an answer from Timothy. And I think we will be good on there. I imagine the game after that, we can uh, prep for Carrick's wedding. And then... You can meet my new character. We can meet your new character. We can prepare. <laughs> the thing is, well, yours... I always have a backup character in mind. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. After the duel, you're gonna, you can pretty much get married whenever you want. Um, if you want to get married right then, she's not. She can't say no. That was the deal. Um, well, that's when Casper dies. I know. Uh, <laughs> and I. Uh, I will work on um, building the Penelope character sheet, but uh, Daniel, um, the character sheet now from Mayo is fully built and rollable. Um, the uh, kind of key traits that she has, um, uh, she has, I oh, and she also can surf. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. She's um, well-rounded. Right. Yeah, so she has Aedic Memory, she has Mummer, which lets her actually roll performance events. She has Polygot, which lets her understand any language with a roll. What? Yes. Well, I, I, I did want to know what Lady um, the Lady of Paristone was talking about what, during her meeting, if it was at all important. Um, Lady Paristone was talking to me about um, if she entertained a engagement from a Montemir house, if we would be at it. Really? And your answer? I said if she engaged a marriage from Montemir, she would no longer have the neutrality that Paristone is renowned for. Hmm. Oh, that makes and, sense. Can I, Daniel? Um, and I also told her I felt if I brought it up economically, that less and less people would want to buy mercenaries from a person who is supported and backed by Montemir Nuts. And she took my advice, and we had a very pleasant lunch. And then she left. And this is more our characters when we start working on finding Saffron Nile. Oh, I want to, um, before I forget, uh, send an invitation to Penelope. For the duel tomorrow. And request a, um, what do you call it? Favor. Right. Um, oh, also, on the note that you brought when you, when you were there, um, if you fall, um, I will have Seamus uh, kill him the, um, as we leave for the war. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yay. Um, after all, he spends a lot of time and gets a lot of money for hunting assassins. Maybe he can do something more with that time. 
Um, no. Uh, other than that, I think we are good for tonight. Yes. Okay. And as always, thank you for coming. Um, and we will uh, see you all next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, hang up. What's going on here? It hates you. That's what's going on. <laughs> All right. Here we go.